So I'm back here again with DTS, Delete That Shit or Don't Delete That Shit podcast. Today I got a special guest, man. Um, my man couldn't fly out here, goddamn. He too important, you feel me? <laughs> now I'm bullshitting with you, but I got my dog Blue right here, man. And Blue, I, I just want you to get the audience a little, you know, a little background about yourself, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm Blue. Um, thanks for having me on the show, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, met this man probably back in 18, 19. It's been a minute. Yeah. Been a minute, man. Like, um, we just clicked unexpectedly. Like, you know, I was, I was just trying to get a dollar, you know. Me too. <laughs> hey, what they call it? We was just squirrels trying to get a nut, man. We just ended up having to cross each other paths, man. And I ain't gonna lie, it's a a, a beautiful, a, a a a great relationship had blossomed out of that. You feel me? Um, I used to tell this man, it ain't about how long you know somebody. It's just, just it's just like the genuineness that's behind it. He used to tell me the same thing. Like he never had people look out for him or do do the things that. I would do and some of the other people around us would do for him and, and shit like that and help him progress in life. And he done helped me in ways and he don't even fucking know how. Hey man, I'm all about um, helping. If I can't help, then I get out the way. You know, that's the motto. Big facts. So, man, look, DTS listeners, our topic of the day, y'all used to hearing us going off about all types of shit, man. You know, we talk about anything and everything. But I was just talking to this guy. We was going to talk about inflation on these food prices and just inflation in general. That's all the shit that's going around the country. But um, he said some good shit. And I feel like this will be a great topic for uh, tonight's discussion. The path of hell is paved with good intentions. Did you hear that shit? Goddamn. Since my man came up with this shit, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you start this off, like, and what and what I mean by that is, I want you to um, just tell the tell the listeners a little like your background and what made you really use this pretty much this 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 quote right here and how that is reflecting into your life or just in reflecting into anybody anybody like pretty much do give a breakdown of what this shit actually means. Pretty much, man, you know, um, I'm a crabby-ass individual. I sit to myself, and it's not out of bitterness. It's out of focus. Um, wrote it to good attentions. I heard that over the years. I never knew what it meant until I took all these L's these past, I want to say, five, six years, you know. Right. It's a long time to take consecutive L's, you know. I was homeless, you know what I'm saying? I had no job at one point. I was just no car. And I, I just had to put one foot in front of the other until I eventually ran. Like I said, I ran to this man at that, that, that job at that um at that um, car place, you know, just working on tires and oil. Mm-hmm. And um and then I had to you know got another job gas station. But um the road to good attentions, I mean the road to hell is definitely paid with good attentions because you know people don't realize that when you sacrifice for others, you sacrifice for yourself. And that's equivalent to like suicide, you know what I'm saying? People love to say, you know, Bible quotes like, oh, suicide is a sin and all this. Is well, neglecting yourself is a sin, you know what I'm saying? Like, it goes beyond eating pork or, you know, not brushing your teeth, 
is like for you to sit there and constantly on a daily basis self-sacrifice for other people you know you, you commit the ultimate sin and you're killing yourself and then when you do it so much that it becomes a part of your character it becomes a part of your mo and you you spoil the, the people that you sacrifice for so when you when you really need to be strong for yourself you can't because you're strong for others when you need to come up with it for yourself you can't because you always came up with it for others you know what i'm saying so when you give all the energy in the world to everyone except yourself it's a good intention but you led yourself to hell so what happens is you end up broke so you end up broke you end up homeless you end up homeless you end up tired you end up tired you end up eventually you know not be able to perform at work you know you can't date you can't even do your hobbies like music or drawing or writing and then uh, your co-workers see the changing you look dead inside you you empty you you lose out on your dreams that you could have been done but you put them on hold for other people and and you know the other people are not evil just because they neglected you you did that you made it made them so comfortable and no matter what it is, no matter how petty it is or how catastrophic it is, they can call on you, you drop everything for them, and you're going to make it happen. And that shit becomes inconvenience. All right. Hey, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you on that one, but I, I want to go back to what you just said. Mm-hmm. In today's society and in, in modern relationships, shit, even in old relationships too, we could be fo- so focused on ourselves and so focused on our path, and then when we get to that person that we like necessarily or we're we're in love with, we forget about the self care for us as that individual. Because I was brought, we were brought into the world by ourselves, unless you're a twin or some shit. But we were brought into the world by ourselves. Goddamn, it's nothing wrong with falling in love with an individual, but if you lose yourself. While falling for that other individual and doing every damn thing for him, is it worth it? Is it real love at that point? Or is it like they just got a a way of controlling you like you under you under a spell? I was listening to a guy talk the other day, um, and I'm not bashing love in, at all because I'm a I'm an individual who loves loving. If that make any sense, you know. But we we we. That's that bitch harder. Hey, that bitch better than crack, and it's also harder to fucking break. <laughs> but love is love is definitely a drug, man. Because I don't found myself in in cases that I don't been in love, and I can have so much shit going on for myself, and I got so many plans and so many ideas, and Blue, you a testament to this shit as well. Yeah. When you fucking fall in love with somebody, it ain't bad, bro. It's just you got to learn how to... It's just like getting a, winning a million dollars. If you ain't never had it before, you don't know how to manage it. Mm-hmm. So, sooner or later, you're going to be broke, too. You're going to be broke soon, so... I'm going to use love an example. Um, love, for instance, because that, that's what we're talking about. Goddamn. When you, first get that, when you first get that girl or whatever, or if the girl, you a girl, get that guy, or if you're a guy who like guys, a girl who like girls, whatever, 
when you first get that person you you like you falling for, you show them too much love in the beginning. You show them so much love that you forget about yourself. But then you also paint a picture of something you can't keep up with. And I was telling I was telling my homegirl this shit earlier, bro. Like that that used to be my problem. I would I would shower a motherfucker with like the time, the affection, the love, and the, and, and gifts in the beginning. But that was energy I couldn't maintain because either I need to get back to myself, loving myself as well, which I me personally I will always forget about me in a relationship. I wasn't the number one priority. Or the Sounds number two. Sacrifice. What you saying, Blue? It's yeah, self sacrifice. Yeah. Like you, you don't matter in the mix no more. Yeah, and then um and then once life started going on, like, you know, the love in the beginning is great. That's what they call the honeymoon phase. Once you come out of that phase, you can't continue to, to show that motherfucker the same shit you were showing them in the honeymoon phase because you either about your business again or you trying to find a way to progress with them. Maybe maybe she hasn't got pregnant. Y'all having a baby. Maybe y'all don't move in together. Got a nicer spot and you, you paying these bills and life. Life gets in a fucking way and you can't you can't continue to show that same type of energy. Yeah. Me personally, I mean, I still haven't figured out the way of this, like how to move on forward from it. But everything you did was based off good intentions. And I can see why the path of hell is always paved with good intentions because same thing in the instance with love. It's the same thing in the instance in the, in the business world, the career world. You had good intentions when you first started the shit. But then you got corrupted by the money or the fame or whatever Whatever the fuck it may be, it may have been. And that's, I mean, that's some hard hitting shit. And I don't think a lot of us men and women of the day and, and them and theirs of the world today have took the time to sit back and reflect and think about that. Because when you sit here and you older in age and you sit to think and you sit and start to think about shit, shit start to mean a whole lot, have a different meaning. Mm-hmm. And so, like blue, I didn't mean to cut you off, man, but I just had to. I had to say that part because that's some shit that now, if I ain't say, it, I was gonna forget it. <laughs> type shit, but that's also some shit I felt like I needed to get off my chest and. Elaborate a little bit on my point of view on, but I want you to go ahead and continue, man. No, like I said, just feeding off each other. You know, like uh, it was love, so you know, it kind of it's love and loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Um, You're so loyal that you're loyal to death, and people don't realize that yet in rap songs, and people say it, but a lot of people don't mean it like I do. Like I'm really, I'm loyal to death. Like you going to hell. I mean, I'll be right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though I ain't had to, it's just I ain't want you to be alone. But it's stupid in the end to go to hell with somebody because you ain't want them to be alone. Why would you go to hell? You didn't earn that. But that that's how it was. That's, that's how it used to be, at least. I, that's some true shit. Um, <laughs> damn, that's some true shit. And then you got to think about it. 
just because we love you might love that individual like with everything every being in your in your body they might not feel the same fucking way about you or they can be good at showing it at the moment, like they feel the same way, but then they could, you know, people change every day. If somebody stays the same from five years ago to today, like, do you even want to continue that? Because I don't think it's no really progression in that shit. Because people are going to change every day because life happens and life changes our personalities. Our patterns, the way we're acting, for the for good or worse, for the better or worse, and so and so to speak. Mm-hmm. So back on this statement, blue with the pay on uh, the path of hell is paved with good intentions, man. Get a get a listener's man a, a a personal experience you don't went through, or I mean. That just that made this this topic this this um quote really resonate with you. I mean, rolling to good intentions been my life, man. Like, but really hit home was a relationship I had, and um, they like said it's embarrassing, you know, because no one wants to wants to admit to being played, no one wants to admit to being shitted on, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't want to see ourselves in in uh, such a a bad light, you know what I'm saying? But like better words, you know. Motherfuckers is not truthful. Put me on that ride. Things they can't prove. And, you know, I defended them. Like I said, you know, if you go to hell, I'm there with you. Like, it was no matter if it was right or wrong. Like, I defended these individuals, you know. And um, it cost me so much time, so much energy. It cost me some friends. Like, some some of my friends over talk to me like they used to. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, you know, it's trying to chop up to them being busy, but I said, no matter how busy it was, and, you know, it never kind of stood back on me like that. You know, you know, because they, they just got tired of seeing you being wasted like that. They got tired of seeing you, obvious signs, of you ignoring them and defending these people. And, you know, you, you're so much better than that. Um, I had um, co-workers look at me different, like, it's, it's not the same guy, you know. So ultimately, the relationship changed you because you were trying to. It, yeah, it changed me. For, I would say for the better. At, at first, it did change you for the for the better. I, I didn't want once I broke up and backed off from the shit. I just I just didn't want to deal with humans after that. Like humans, period. Like it just kind of made me stand off. I don't trust people. Don't trust anything but myself, mm-hmm. family, friends. And no matter who you were, a random person. Like I just did not trust people for a long time. And like I just said, you know what? That's that's your karma. That's that that was your fault. Yeah. And once you take accountability of it, then you can realize that yeah, your good intentions was leading you to hell. I love that shit. Accountability. I love that. It's a bitter taste in medicine. You know, it's bittersweet because you know you had to admit defeat, but it's sweet because you you get to start winning again. Like it's like it's like a epiphany when you get mm-hmm. to that point. To be honest, a self realization. Excuse me. A form of self-realization. Um, and that shit is... That shit... I love that, man. I love the fact that you hit it like that. And I, I would love to go into this shit deeper. Um, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. 
So like, it's 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 not really swinging off topic, but it's it's putting a skin of. I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna say this. It's giving a better perspective of where we're coming from with the the path of hell that's paved with good intentions. Because a lot of people see this not necessarily in a career field standpoint of it, but you see it from a relationship standpoint. And I mean, everybody see what's going out here in, um, in the world today, the battle of the sexes and women want men to be like this, men want men, women to be like this and nobody's getting along. Women want to be alphas, the men want to be the alpha and nobody, everybody forgot about that magical word of compromise and being selfless, but with a little bit of selfishness um, in it. You got to have the right balance and if you can't balance that, the shit not going to work. So I know this is a, I mean it's a it's a it's a trending topic. It's a hot topic in today's society. It's been a hot topic for for a hot little minute now. It's relationships. I used to say these women broke my heart, but when I I sit here and I think about it, and at the age I'm at now, got now big three o, dirty thirty. After going through my shit and just becoming more self-aware, I just didn't take accountability. It was myself. I I put myself in that situation for it to happen. I put my expectations of you on you. <laughs> if you if you get what I mean, like my expectations of you were like up here, but in reality. Uh, your shit was more like down there Like type shit um, And I think I know I'm not the only one But I think I feel like we all We all do that Do you agree or are you What's up Blue I never agree on that You, you expect things to be At the, a certain point mm-hmm. The way you would do you know, it Yeah you know what I'm saying Like you know that 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 golden rose shit trail is how you want to be treated, but it's more like a bronze little metal or some shit because it barely getting attention. You know, people are going to be who they want to be, yeah. you know, regardless of what you do. Like, and it's, it's not to say that people can change or grow. Most of the time, motherfuckers are just set in their ways, especially the older they get, the harder it is. And it's like, you know, I find it, I find growth beautiful, you know, because I changed for the better, you know, instead of being a bitter-ass individual or a woman-slamming individual and judging people, it's like I could just sit back and be like, you know, I, I, I go for understanding versus what's right and what was wrong, you know what I'm saying? Because we all had that situation where you make moves that you had, you know, like my other boy said, you know what I'm saying? Like, you move how you had to move at the time that you had to move. So sometimes it's not ugly. I mean, it's not pretty, you know. But definitely the battle of the sexes is a trending topic. And I can honestly say from my point of view, you know, I don't like to say that men or women have it easier because that's just a matter of opinion. Mm-hmm. But I can say from my experience of women that I dealt with, they always had this huge support system. Like, you know, so me as a man, as a boy growing up, like I had a bunch of sisters and they were supportive, but, you know, towards teens, like my mom, my sister, my aunts, and stuff like that. It really, I really didn't, I really didn't have it like that. Like I didn't have. It was more like you're a man, so it was figure like, it out, you know, deal with your emotions. Circumstance, yeah. You know, like 
no matter what the circumstance, you can't be a bitch and you can't be broke. <laughs> and it was just like, damn, okay. And so you start making moves, but be ugly, you know. So you had to move. You had to move at the time, you know. And it kind of carried me all the way to there. Like I like I said earlier, we was talking earlier about my dad and how he was loyal to his family. He made it happen, you know. Don't be a bitch, you know. Don't run off of your family, no matter how hard it is, and get money, you know. Yeah. And that's what I did, but shit, it was, it was a lonely road, you know, very lonely, like, no matter what the fuck was going on, like, the women I dealt with, rather, they broke up with me, I broke up with them, they always had a huge support system, so I felt like, you know, that was how the world worked, like, women are more supported than men, you know, let's, you know, I agree. you're a man, you're a monster, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to think about it. Even women who don't get along with their mom, they can still go to their mom's house. Facts. You don't get along with your dad, <laughs> you can't come to the house. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Type shit. Get the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm, it's not for every case, but it is for majority of the cases and shit. Um, speaking about, like, the women, women have a bigger support system um, than us men do. I don't know... If you heard about this one, Blue, but it was a it was a woman, and she wanted to conduct the experiment, and she had manly features, um, like strong jawline and shit like that, and so she she wanted to do an experiment where she would impersonate like impersonate a man, like be a man for a year to see if she can walk in a man's shoes. Wow. Um. And I think it was after three months she committed suicide. Because she didn't realize it was that tough to be in a man. Like for being a man in today's society. You can be working out at the gym. And you just be you just be looking like you're not looking, oh damn, she bad. Like she got fat ass type shit. Nah, you're not even doing that. Like you just, whoo, I'm taking a break real quick from my damn. Just finish like you know this these reps or this set or whatever. Yeah. I'm looking now. It's a chick that's in front of you or right by you. She think you looking at her. She gonna walk up to you like you're a creep. Like you looking at me like that. Is, that is a trending topic. Like me personally, I haven't went through that at the gym, and I'm a I'm a gym head. I'm a gym rat, so to speak. I haven't went through that, but it's a lot of men that they're trying to get themselves in shape because. The gym for a lot of us, man, is our domicile. That's that's where we go to relieve tension, stress, and just let go of all the bullshit that we've been getting beat down in with in this world. Yeah, and women, yeah, and women trying to take that away from us as well. And then you got, boom, she get pregnant. You like, I don't want, I don't want to keep the baby, but she want to keep the baby because she think the baby gonna keep you or or whatever the case might be. She want to. She vindictive and she wanted to be spiteful about the shit. And so now you want child support. Are you, yeah, are you taking care of your kid? And she mad because you in another relationship. Now motherfucker want to put you on child support again. Like, like you know, this is this is a shit men have to deal with. I'm not saying, I'm just not saying the black man. It's black and white, Latino, whatever is out there is all of us. Especially in America, in a Western civilization, it's not just America. It's like you got the UK and shit like that. Like these advanced countries, what a prop, what what they promote on TV, motherfuckers are starting to believe that that shit is real. Like reality TV, like women are starting to act like that. 
You get a bailout for You get married. You cheat on your husband. And he got to pay for it. <laughs> it's one state. I forgot the I forgot the state what it is, man. And if you're married and your if your wife cheated on you and she got pregnant by the other dude, legally you're the father. Whoa. How the fuck do that make sense? You just got rewarded for being a hoe, like just sleeping around type shit. And then for us to talk about like they covenant the the Christianity is the the main religion of the US. And I'm not going. I'm not going to go into my beliefs, but Christianity is the main thing in the U.S. Like that's adultery, bro. Like, and we just okayed that shit. You, we allowing a lot of shit to happen. They, they're starting to speak up more about domestic violence against men. Yeah, because you these men ain't un, unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's some bitches that's out here killing niggas mentally, bro. Beating, <laughs> beating the shit out of them with words, and every nigga, everybody don't got tough skin. But the women always gonna get a cop out. Some some shit just too low to be. You can't be hitting to be low the belt. You use kids against them. Use the fact that he broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Use the fact that he got jumped or something like. You be doing some low shit. Don't be like you know you got a funny head shape or you know you can't cook or some shit. You be. Well, like shit. your mom never loved you and shit. Like, you yeah. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, motherfucker, they be really taking, like, these modern women, man. And, like I said, I'm not here to bash no one. I'm not here to bash nobody. I'm just saying it how, from my perspective, from me being out in the dating world, from, from back then to now, from me being married, from all that shit. You feel me? This is, this is, yeah, it's personal experiences. And this is, unfortunately, this is what, like, probably, I'm going to spitball a number out here, but I'm going to say about 95% of the niggas deal, men, deal with in the U.S. The woman always get the fucking cop out. Yeah, you know, you're a man, and it's like, but a man means you you basically a tool, you know, autonomous tool at that point. Yeah. To your kids, to your girls, to society at work, you know, cool. At, at home, you're supposed to be the man only on conditions, though, you know. And um, revert back to Chris Rock. He made a joke, and one of the jokes was like, the "Only thing that's love unconditional are kids, women, and puppies." And you a man? Yeah, like pets. I, I seen that. Yeah. And now everybody up world about that, but the man not lying. Niggas is every nigga is speaking from a, a personal like personal experience. And like I said, it's not all women out there. It's not all. But that's that's what a lot of us see. Now for you homebodies out there, this might not this probably not about you. Or or if you're a party girl, you could be a party girl with, you know, good classic morals and traditional roles and shit like that. I doubt it, but that's my personal opinion. <laughs> Don't kill me. But that's another point of view. Yeah, it's just it's just like what we see. I can say this. Then every homebody I don't fuck with, it's been it's been good. Like it's been like really good. And in those cases, I fucked up. 
And I knew that. Even some of the ones that, that was homebodies, I mean, I, I ain't saying, like, I don't fuck them up. I fucked up all of them, but, like, I think about some of the good ones that I fucking got through, slipped through the cracks. Came at the wrong time, baby. Wrong time, you lied too early. You ain't lying, boy, you ain't lying. Too early. But at the same time, it's like you miss out. On the women who are about their life, like you said, it's like you kind of buried my mind with that. Like, you know, you got a good majority of women that dated. You know, like I said, they got that full support system, not just from their family, you got government assistance. Mm-hmm. They, they happen to know more about the medical thing. You know, like as men, we rarely go to the doctors because you you got other things to do than check on your own well being. Yeah, you got bills to pay. You got to keep up with every fucking thing. You manage yo. Damn it, every aspect of your life. And this is not taken away from single mothers out there. Because I know y'all y'all handle the shit and y'all do it, y'all, y'all do it yourselves, and a lot of y'all do it alone. But some of y'all, y'all still got a different type of help than we got. We don't get that type of assistance. If we want food stamps, if we make over that threshold, we're not getting food stamps. You gotta find a fucking way to feed yourself. Goddamn, if our car break down and we can't use our looks like <laughs> we can't use our looks like that to get to get yeah, through shit. Yeah, like, like come on, let me let me let me pick my leg up and show this bitch on the side of the road with a flat tire. <laughs> no, we gotta learn how to change a flat tire. We gotta learn, we want to learn how to work on our own cars. We want to be able to. We're self reliant. We gotta be able to get ourselves out of these situations. But I feel like. A lot of us do this shit right here. We, I'm not going to say play cap and save a hoe. But we don't, when we get in a relationship with a woman, like we want to take away anything that can cause them stress, but they don't do the same personal experience. Want to take away anything that's going to make them be stressful and just bring add that stress to your plate. That's, that's, what, that's what I do as a, a selfless man. That's what I've done. I'm gonna I'm say as a selfless man. Yeah, that's what I've done. Because yeah, I gotta I gotta speak different now because like I don't think the same way no more. Like man, I can't. I just can't do that no more. Like I'm gonna help out and I'm gonna do what I gotta do. But I'm gonna tell you something. I'm not gonna put myself on a back burner for you to succeed. And once you healed up or build up and you leave me and tear me down in the process. And I was holding when I came to this motherfucker. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's the shit like that, man. Yeah, my motherfucking my my tower was built, and I had to take pieces off my shit to goddamn get your shit sturdy, build it a little taller, make that bitch whole again. And now look at me, I'm filled with the holes now, and I'm left. And you know when I found another motherfucking tower to make you even bigger and better. You feel what I'm saying? Or another motherfucking tower to just tear your ass down. That's just that's just what it is, man. That's just what it is. <laughs> It'd be real cold like that, like you know. I used to get mad at the rappers calling women bitches and these hoes. I was like, man, they don't got no morals. But shit, I said they probably went through what I went through. You know, like you try to be a good guy, you try to give a fuck. I'm not trying to say you should disrespect women just because women disrespect you. Definitely not how I roll. But my goodness, it does make you look at it a second time, like. Damn, damn. I said, 
it's a whole nother thing. I'd rather fight somebody than for have someone sit there and mentally tear me down. Man, I remember I said this shit before, Blue. I said, I'd rather for a motherfucker to shoot me for to play with my heart a key. <laughs> damn, to get to that point, because it's like, shit, you can't escape it. You can't escape your own head. That's why people have mental hospitals and people commit suicide, because even though logically they know that this isn't real life, but you got someone saying it on a constant basis. And most of the time, as a man, you're working all day, every day. So, like, when you come home, last thing you want to hear is someone nagging you. The last thing you want to hear is, you know, any any extra shit you got to do because you gave your all at work so you can keep the job and provide for the motherfucker that you're providing for. But when the motherfucker don't have to depend on themselves, really, they just kind of do what they want to do. And I'm trying to say this is all women again, but this is for the women that I ran into. Like, it was no consequences for them working or not. Yeah. You know, it was like... They don't have the money fine, you know. Um, some random guy can help me. Oh, Use pretty mom, privileges. Yeah, you know, oh, pussy like privileges. Yeah, you don't have you don't have that fallback list. And if you do have that, you consider the bad guy. You a pimp. You a bitch. You a lazy ass individual. You trifling. You sorry. You everything under the book for getting support. Double standard. Yeah, it's like, damn, man. It's like, yo, like I'm a human being at the end of the day. I was born, you know, like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you think I'm unstoppable? I make myself unstoppable because I can't stop. For me to stop, no matter what happened to me, I'm always going to be looked down on. Like, pity for a man is like shooting him, cutting off his balls. He don't deserve that shit. I was homeless downtown. And I'm literally still feeling sorry for a woman that's homeless, and I'm homeless right beside her. <laughs> and that's that's crazy as fuck because you got the same struggles, but you don't even give a fuck about yourself. You trying to make sure that motherfucker good. I'm like, oh man, she's a woman that's homeless, and I'm young as hell. I'm like twenty something at that time, like probably twenty two, maybe I don't know. But it was just. I'm sitting here thinking that's how the world works. It's like, you're a man. You're supposed to do what it takes, whether you got a car or not, whether you know it or not. You got to get it done. And to sit there and literally be on the same level as her and still think she got it bad to me was crazy. <laughs> that shit. That shit is wild. That was that was crazy. But you sit there beside a motherfucker, got to wait in line for some food. You got to run to this place and put your stuff here. You got to do this. and do. I had to do all the same things she had to do day to day to survive. And it was like, oh, man, I can't believe this woman. It's going through this. And and then look, look, society will feel bad for her. And be like, why is she here? And then they look at you. The fuck? He need to get his lazy, bummy ass up and go get a job, bro. Like. Or he need to leave them drugs or, or alcohol alone. It's like, why the fuck do I got to get looked at like that? And I could be a more genuine, good-sided, per- like good-hearted person. That's what put me in this predicament. And I have met homeless people. Besides you, Blue. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, full disclosure, my man is no longer homeless. He's he's actually up right now. Um, <laughs> but I met homeless people, and they be like, and I. I, I'm trying to figure out, like, how did you get in? Well, I was living in this state, and I was doing doing real good. My daughter or my son and his wife, and they somebody got sick, and I had, came down here to take care of them. And then all of a sudden, they just put me out on my ass, and 
I couldn't go back to my place where I was because I had to get, I gave it up to come down here to help them. I'm like, a lot of this shit, a lot of these motherfuckers ended out here because they had great intentions of trying to help out family or a friend or whatever. Sacrificial, self-sacrifice. It ended up in that situation. So people don't never understand why did this person become an alcoholic? Why did this person become a... Um, a drug addict or whatever. How did they get to this state where they're homeless? Like, they never sit there and ask the fucking questions of why. And that's and this gonna revert back to what we was just talking about at the beginning. The path of hell is paved with good intentions. You came down here for that good a good ass reason, but you sacrifice yourself so much, you ended up in hell. Myself in hell, and that was known to me um, a little while back. I was real ashy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> that man went from ashy to classy. Had bad motherfuckers by name, man. It's like, man, you just gonna go down where spiral, and that's the end of them. And damn, man, good guy go down like that. And it was like, you know, I sat here and said, that's some victim ass shit, you know, that's that's some bitch ass shit. You know, you took the L, but doesn't mean you have to take any additional L's. Facts. And just because you ran, I ran into the women I ran into. Maybe I gotta change my perspective. And same thing with you. Like we just change our perspective, get our shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like just and just you know you attract to what you really need because we you know we we got what we think we need, and then we got what we really need. And because you know when we have these conversations about women, it's not every woman in the world is gonna be a bitch to us. Every woman in the world is not going to have that support. Every woman in the world is not going to be out to get you. No. So we don't want anyone to ever think of that. But at the same time, again, it's just the standards. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you connect with somebody, those standards should throw out the window. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you should lower your standards, but as a woman or as a man, the compromise got to come near because of the love is right there. Like, this person is significant enough for you to stop you know, dating for you to stop working anonymous hours because you want to spend more time with this person. You know, so if, if you stop, for example, if you stop working like that, then she got to pick up the slack. And if she's used to a certain lifestyle, she's not going to pick know, that slack up for the both of y'all. She just, mm-hmm. she's going to drop you and get the next one, the one who can handle it temporarily. And, and that's, that's, that, I was that guy that got dropped. Like, you couldn't do it and later I got to go. You mm-hmm. know, you just, you know, you're not for that. And, that, and, and this, is, this is another thing that people don't realize that, you know, um, that women definitely don't realize. When you're in high school or even middle school, you know what I'm saying, you're dating grown-ass men compared to the boys at your school. And when you got to get compared to a grown-ass man, you're just a boy who don't know shit, don't got man, shit. How the fuck am I going to compete with this nigga? He got yeah, a job so at Little Caesars, motherfucker. I was just playing football after school type shit or whatever. Like You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm still a kid, basically, but, you know, you look like a woman. So you can mess with these grown men and stuff. It's not the same with, with men. Like, can, can boys mess with grown as one? Sure, it happens all the time, but not as often. It's you know a rare occasion. It's really you know rare. Saying? I had to think back at that. It was this one girl. I really liked her back in the day. Like, I was in high school. And she's the smartest girl in school, Valentine Victoria. But I could not compete. I just couldn't keep up with it. She gave me chance after chance, but she was used to a grown ass man when I was just a boy. Like, and at that point, 
only way I'm getting some money if I'm doing it legal means. You know, like I'm kicking in someone's door, I'm flipping some way. I wasn't even about that life back then. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was hard. I couldn't really connect with her. She was going on trips. You know what I'm saying? She riding about in cars. The fucking high school trips. Yeah, she was going on trips. Like she <laughs> she had a great life Damn. before she even graduated. Like I could not I could not compete with that. Had no clue. I had no clue what to expect. So I got older and started seeing things for myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, now I get it. But not to say that, you know, that should stop or, you know, it's not fair. But you got to realize that, you know, once you become a grown woman, you was exposed to the dating world way earlier than a man was before he became a man. So you got all these things in place that you think he should have. When you was a when you was a kid, you don't care as a girl, you know, your little girl and this grown as man give you money just to have sex with you or he, he gave you a phone or whatever, you know, you just having fun. So it's just like you don't really get it until you get older and be like, Well, I yeah, I need a man, I don't need a boy. So a motherfucker in his twenties who still don't know shit, he was just trying to grow up, trying to get it right, trying to get it done. Yeah. You're not feeling him. You know what I'm saying? You're not really feeling him. And that, that was me, you wasn't feeling me, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't out there like that. You know, flipping this and flipping that and kicking indoors. So if you wasn't doing that, you wasn't getting no money, really. You know, you can get a job, but, you know, you got to work it. You got to save the money. You got bills to pay and stuff. So unless you're doing illegal means, you don't really have any money to spend on her like that. And when you spend the money on her because you're young and dumb, you end up not paying your bills on time. You end up, you end up in a fucked uh, up situation. And she just bounce. Yeah. Because she has the right to bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just here for fun. Like you, I'm here for fun. And it's innocent, but at the same time, it's like the system, you got to understand the game. It's like women as girls mess with men. And when men grow up from boys, you have to find a woman. You can't find a girl. But yeah, it's, it's like a food problem. And it's, it's not like this in every case. But typically, an older a older male would prefer to go with a younger female, and it's not just a lot of a lot of women think it's because of looks, and it's not. It's because an older woman she's set in her ways, like you know the saying, and I'm not comparing y'all to this, but the saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's somewhat similar. Not and like I said, I'm not saying it for all, but it's like some of the older women, like they don't been hurt and they don't been through so much shit. They don't let that shit harden their heart and harden their the way they think. And so now they in they in survival mode twenty four seven. They're not really they're not ready to go into a what they call it now, the soft girl era. They're not willing to go back to that point because they don't been hurt so fucking much. And so this is why Older males choose to have a younger female because maybe she haven't experienced that type of hurt yet. Well, it's, it's done hardened her heart and made her cold as hell. Because I'm not, man, we, we ain't perfect. And we got a lot of motherfucking work to do. And some, some of us more than others. <laughs> some of us way more than others. You feel me? But we can't. And it's, it's going to go for both both parties. Or... All three parties. I don't even know how many fucking parties it is nowadays. But it's going to go for all parties. 
You can't let the next motherfucker suffer from the shit the past motherfuckers done. Because if that's the case, don't get back into it. Don't get back into it until you healed. If you know you in your healing stage, don't dive into something else automatically because you're scared to be alone. Being alone is the only way you're going to be able to truly know yourself. To truly know your worth. To truly know what you want out of life, out of relationship, out of whatever. You feel me? Being alone sometimes is it's gonna do that. It's another thing that's it's a lot of shit that's going on around this world. They talk about protect your energy. You gotta watch who you sleeping with. You gotta watch the company you keep. If you wanna continue to be whole because Dibbling and dabbling with this person, that person, that person, bro. You just gave a part of your part of your spirit away to that, part of your energy away for that, and that, and that, and whatever the fuck they had with them, you just brought some of that shit on to you. No, you got it. You know how hard it is to break no fucking bonds, to break, to break off or break away for whatever fucking spirit hellhound, whatever the fuck they had with them. That shit, that shit ain't easy. It's a, I'm speaking from personal experience. That shit is tough as hell, bro. And this is why I can't allow myself to damn continue to move how I used to move in my in my teens and in my twenties. Like I said, I'm dirty thirty, and I'm, I'm wise, I'm getting wiser than a motherfucker. I think it, I think I got a few few, few gray hairs out here too. Uh, <laughs> But I'm just saying, man, it's just don't let this shit harden your heart, man. Stay, keep that shit open. Like I said before, and I done said this shit in previous episodes. I love love, even when love don't love me. Because all I can do out here, man, I could put out this love, this positive energy. Everybody not going to reciprocate that shit back. But that's okay because I don't have no expectations on it. Don't put your expectations. Don't put expectations on shit, bro. Just do the shit out of the kindness and the, and the goodness of your heart. Evil people choose to be evil. Just like good people choose to be good people. It's all about the choices you make, man. And this is Massa, man. Here with my dog, Blue. Goddamn. With DTS. Delete that shit or don't delete that shit podcast. And we out.